This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Game Bet and Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley and I'm joined by my co-host again, uh, tennis journalist over here, betting journalist over in the UK, Sean Calvert. Sean, another week, another couple of outright picks and we're going head to head in the final yeah. in a few hours time in San Diego. But uh, another the favourites. I know, well, well, I'm, I, I, you the you're, you're the more daring of the two of us who take the the bigger option at the bigger the, the big yeah. start of the tournament. So, you know, but we've we've got two in the final. What a great run that is! Yeah, I'm a little bit. I'm pleased with Marcos Aguirre obviously coming through to the final. I mean, we've got the two local boys in the final, haven't we? Really, with the, mm-hmm. the two boys that are very very familiar with San Diego. Um, you know, Nakashima was born there, he's lived lived there, and Giron's lived there as well. So those two had the, the most motivation, didn't they? I'm, I'm slightly annoyed a little bit with, with San Diego in the sense that they changed the balls um, from last year. Uh, last year, it was a Wilson US Open ball, which is the really quick one that they used, obviously, in the US Open and some of the, most of the US Open series. But they changed it to the Dunlop ball, which is a lot a lot slower, a lot heavier. Um, and that, that, that did annoy me, I must admit, because it, it completely... It, that, that would have changed my philosophy on the tournament. We went with... Uh, Hughesley, didn't we? We one of the best. Mm. There's no way I would have p- picked him if I knew that they'd change the balls from the quick Wilson ones to the to the, the slow Dunlop ones. So these are the little things that kind of you have to kind of think about in 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 the outright tennis betting and, and match betting as well. But we don't know the, the tournaments. You know, until the day we don't we don't we, they don't they don't post on their website. Oh, by the way, we're using Dunlop balls this year because um, no one really cares, do they? Apart from people like us. Yeah. So. Slightly annoyed, but happy that Giron's in the final, and obviously that we've got both guys in the final, so we can't. We can't I mean, really this can't must be the only podcast, the uh, tennis betting podcast, mm. where we're making excuses when we've got the two finalists. I mean, I know, I know. I, I'm I know, just saying it's annoying. That's that's the that's the, that's I know, the thing. I know, I know. If I hadn't got a finalist, it would have been an excuse. But yeah, th- this is. I'm just saying these are one of the things that you, you, you know you don't you can't allow for really. And, and now this week we've got two virtually brand new tournaments. Mm. Um, we're guessing slightly a little bit on, on the conditions there as well. But whatever happens, uh, you would have taken the each way money on Giron and hopefully you got the, the position on Nakashima. So we're in a fantastic yeah. position. We're in a great position, yeah. yeah. Or anyone who's followed, you've got the two finest. You can sit home, have a nice glass of red, watch it in action and just not really too bothered about it. That's what I'm going to be doing uh, this evening. Uh, <laughs> let's try to find some winners in three tournaments this week. There's three ATP 250. Yeah. Um, not the most interesting of betting events. One tournament probably more so than other, the other two. But uh, yeah. some very, very short price favourites, some favourites that we probably want to oppose, and we'll come on to them. And as you say, two tournaments that are new on the ATP Tour schedule. So it's quite, you're betting a little bit in the unknown. So the, my advice would be it's the end of the season, uh, mm. going into an unknown tournament like this, I'd probably keep your powder 
dry. So that means don't really bet too too heavily. And this is just, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's just slightly because the players are tired as well, and you don't, you don't know what's going on with them with them in terms of motivation and fitness and. It is difficult this this end of the season, so I always reduce the stakes a little bit. Exactly. So keep keep those uh, keep those stakes very low. Let's have a look at the tournament in Seoul. The first time the ATP Tour has been back at that Seoul since 1996. Uh, yeah. It's the Seoul, uh, the Korea Open. Uh, it's on a hard court. Um, what do you know about the surface here? What 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 do you? I know I've seen you do some uh, some groundwork. You're reaching out to a few people on social media to see if you can find out about the surface. What yeah. have you found out for sure? Well, they played here last week. Uh, the WTA tournament played here last week. So um, it's a deco turf surface, which is the same one they used to use um, at the US Open until they replaced that with a lake hold. It's the same surface that they used in Montreal this year. Um, so it's kind of a medium-paced hardcore. Um, but the most important thing that I was, I was trying to find the information that goes back to what I just said a minute ago is trying to find what balls they were using. Um, no information, obviously. Uh, but the women's tournament last year used the Wilson US Open last year last week used the uh, wilson us open balls which are the quicker balls so my assumption would be they're going to use those balls for the men's i can't imagine they would use different balls for the men's and the women's although it is possible um so if it's the wilson us open balls it, it looks like a, a quite a decent week in terms of the weather in in seoul it looks like it's going to be between about 27 28 29 degrees so quite warm uh and if they use those quick balls it should play on the quicker side quicker than what we saw in montreal on a kind of a damp week um there so I'm, I'm, expect, I'm expecting sort of medium medium to quickish conditions in um in seoul yeah let's look at the um the, the betting to win uh this week in the career open casper rudd uh is the number one seed and the tournament favorite at plus 250 coming playing in the labor cup as well i know it's a an exhibition tournament but the, the traveling is mm. far from ideal uh, taylor yeah. fritz who's also in action in london he's four so those two are the top uh the top two in the betting then we have shapovalov at five not in the greatest of form can norrie at six plus 650 corich who's been playing some decent enough tennis uh just in the in, in the latter summer uh building the build up to the us open uh, we're going to 11 to 1 brooksby uh we've got uh, kekmanovic eight and we missed him out and uh, that's they're sort of like the the main contenders. Uh, let's look at Rude to start with. Mm. He, he could have peaked, couldn't he? The US Open could have been his highlight of his, of his year. Um, there is some sort of, you know, motivation issue with it, with the ATP 250. Um, he looks a, a, a player that I want to fade at plus 250. Yeah, he's, he's played a lot, hasn't he? Mm. Um, obviously a long tournament in the US Open. He's played a lot of matches this year anyway. A lot of them on clay, which is obviously tiring. Then he went from the US Open, he went straight from, from there to Davis Cup, only played one match, but he still had to go all the way there, play Davis Cup. And then now he's gone to, to Labour Cup and he still hasn't finished there, has he? He's got the la- I think he's got the last match tonight, hasn't he, mm, Rude? Playing tonight. So then he's got that. And then he's got to go all the way to Seoul. He's got to acclimatise. There's going to be some jet lag there. Obviously, very different conditions playing on, a, on what, what appeared to be a really slow indoor hard court uh, at the Labour Cup. He's now going to an, a much livelier outdoor hard court in... Um, in Seoul, I just think it's. I could see him either not showing up or, or doing a bit of a, a bit of a one round and see a later job. I think I, I, I'm not convinced about him at all mm. this week. He's, he's got to play Tokyo as well. I think, he's playing, I think he's down to play Tokyo next week. I think. Yep, he's got to buy um, in the first round, which does help a little bit for him. But um, even yeah. so, even so, it's it's a lot, lot to 
to, to you know when you think about the amount of tennis he's played and the traveling that's a lot to ask and you've got to pay mm. minimal odds you've got to pay plus 250 for him to win the yeah, tournament so it's, it's much too short yeah but it was the first one to align for me the other person i put a line for was taylor fritz obviously mm. always got sort of injury concerns and he actually does play casper uh, rude tonight uh, at the labor cup in london yeah. so he's probably going to be sh- sh- traveling with the Norwegian across to Seoul. Another player, I think, he's got a buy as well, but another player, the number three seed, the second favourite, is another one I want to fade. Yeah, he's played a lot of tennis as well. He played Davis Cup as well. He played several matches in Davis Cup. Now he's in Labour Cup. Um, hasn't looked hasn't looked quite the same player since since that that match that we're not going to mention uh, <laughs> at Wimbledon, has he, really? No. He bombed out in the first round of the US Open really badly, didn't he? Um First round there, I think it was Brandon Holt that beat him there, if I remember rightly. Mm-hmm. Really massive shock. Just hasn't looked, I think that's just knocked his confidence a little bit. Um, didn't play fabulously well in Davis Cup, did okay. Um, now he's in Labour Cup. Again, same problem as, as Rude's going to have. Is he Is he going to be up for this in Korea at 250? I'm not so sure. Really not. Well, can I convince you with our next one? <laughs> the number two seed here, Cam Norrie. Now, uh, no. Well, he's, <laughs> well, he's, you can try. He's, well, he's six to one. He's got a fairly reasonable draw. Also got a buy. He's mm. been rested up a little bit. And one of the other players have been playing uh, all over the place in the last couple of weeks. Always a steady performer. Six to one, number he's two. He's played Labour, hasn't he? Has he played Labour Cup? Yeah, has he played Labour Cup? Yes, he has. Yes, sorry. My, my yeah, he was an alternate, wasn't he? When I think when Federer uh, dropped out, he kind of came in. I think well, he so not, it's a no from you from Norrie as well. Well, same reason again. He's, he's played a ton of matches this season. Again, played Davis Cup. Then he's gone to Labour Cup. Now he's back to to, to um, Asia. I just think it's difficult. I think it's a really difficult transition at this stage of the season when they've got they've had fifty odd matches under their belts. Um, I just think it's a big ask for him to, for, for these guys to just to just to rock up and win against some decent opposition. There's a lot of decent players in this tournament, um, and it, it should play quite quick, which which I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that suits Norrie that much. Okay, so we've we've eliminated the top three in the betting. I do this every week, don't I? I know you. Do. So we, we, why don't we just come <laughs> to you? Who, who's who's the, who who you like the look of in the in the in the uh, the section the bracket to win this tournament? Uh, the two I've gone, I've gone for the two Asian players. Well, not the two, two. There's many. Um, Nishioka, I really like in the top half of the draw. Um, you know, we saw how well he can play uh, in Washington DC. Be a, a a slew of really good players, didn't he? In Washington DC, made the final, lost to lost to Kyrgios, which obviously no disgrace. They played really well there. And that's made the final of a five hundred. Um, obviously, much more comfortable in these uh, conditions in Asia. He's won in Asia before. He won the Shenzhen, uh, Shenzhen Open, which which isn't on the tour anymore, but it used to be a few years ago. I just think these guys are going to be more motivated because there's this week and next week um, is all there is of this Asian swing. Um, I just think that they're obviously used to the conditions they've played here loads. They've probably had more time to prepare, much more time to prepare than the likes of, of the guys that are coming from the Labour Cup. You know, the, the other guy that I'm going to mention, Quan, he's, he's been here um, for at least a week or two. He, he, Quan's played here loads of times. He's won the challenger here at this particular tournament. So, th- so these are the two guys that, that really interest me this week. I've had 25 to one on Nishioka and 28 to one on um, on Quan. Um, and those those are the two, I think, that, that definitely are going to be the most motivated uh, and and offer the decent value against these guys that are coming from Europe. Yeah, I um, I couldn't disagree with those. I mean, I, I my, my first reaction on the tournament was to fade the top three. So I wanted to fade Rude, I wanted to fade Fritz, and I wanted to fade Norrie. 
And mm. just by the, the sort of elimination of the top three, I thought the one that out of all the seeds I thought could go well was Corrick. Corrick. Um, Quite possibly, yeah. yeah it's I, a bit I, short for me. Yeah, well, I thought out of the, everybody at plus 650, he would be the one that I, w- I would uh, bet. He played well in the Davis Cup, won two mm. matches, but lost to Berrettini. Obviously won Cincinnati, so the pressure was on mm. him going into the US Open after winning a big tournament in Cincinnati. But in a tournament like this, I think that he can... Uh, and obviously, he's got a bit more incentive than most. You know, he's had a couple of years really struggling yeah, with true. injury. And I thought, on the odds... Uh, Warner Corridge at plus 650 would be my pick, but I wouldn't disagree with your uh, analysis. I was trying to look for someone at a big price to oppose. With Nishikai, he's obviously got to play Dan Evans in the first round, which is going to be a, a tricky match for him. Well, he's uh, beaten five times out of five. Well, well, it might, it might have been, it, well, on paper, it's a tricky match for him. But um, he's the underdog, though. He's the underdog. Yeah, he's, he's one of the guys that I, I, I've sort of noted down from my match bets. Evans doesn't like playing left-handers. He's mentioned it numerous times he clearly doesn't like playing this year because he's lost five times out of five uh evans obviously again another one who's on on the sort of edge of fatigue um lost to our guy gear on last night didn't he in the semi-finals of um san diego he had to go there on the back of davis cup um i think it was glasgow he played but either way from europe to to, to california get to the semi-finals in california now he's got to go back to to Asia, I, I just think it's it's asking a lot, and and he's he's not going to enjoy that that plane ride, is he? Having drawn Nishioka, he's lost two five times. He might, five. He, he might not make it. He might. He, he might, might not. Decide, he might decide to swerve it. Um, he might not. But I, so, I, so I like the matchup. I like the matchup with Nishioka. And if he if he beats Evans, then his next round is is either Taro Daniel or Emilio Gomez, which he should win. And then if my thinking's right about Rude, um, Rude may have already gone by then, or be teetering on the edge of of exhaustion so he wins that and then then he's into the tournament and you know you're getting 25 to 1 I, th- I think it's a decent um a decent plan bet rivers have the best odds available in the whole of the market on shikai to beat evans plus 150 six to four big prize yeah, that i think you have to in these circumstances i know it's not always as obvious as as the fact that he's beaten him five times means he's going to win the sixth time of course it doesn't but it gives him a pretty decent chance if you're backing him in, as an underdog. Plus, they've taken into account all the travelling Evans has done and all the tennis that he's played. And they played twice this year, and both of them have been won. Obviously, well, he's won five, you know, both of them have been won. But the last time they met, Nishikai was evens. He was evens mm. to win in Washington this year. And in the Miami, in the second round, he was... Let me just get the price uh he was always when you're looking for one you can never find it he <laughs> was he was six to four so yeah it was even money now he's playing in the tournament in in like you say for me he's around fresher, he's isn't doing, he? he's doing well and you could bet him at, at plus 150 certainly a bet on the the handicap if you want to look at the handicap i think you'll probably get around about plus two and a half game start uh evans yeah, will I, not I, fancy this no he, he he's not gonna is he's lost him five times he's not no He's not going to fancy it at all. Let's have a look what the handicap is on this game. Uh, Nishikai. Yeah, it's plus three and a half. Plus three and a half start. Minus 143 uh, with our man. The, the only favorite. problem I'd have with, with Nishikai on handicaps is he, he is quite a weak serve. He, he, his, his matches are very return oriented. And he does get broken quite a bit, but he breaks quite a bit. I'm a bit worried about, you know, he could drop a set 6-1 and still win, 6-1, 6-2 and still win this match. And then he'd lose your handicap. But yeah, there's several ways. Look, I, I would just, I would just, 
I would just take um, Nishioka to, to win this, to be honest. Nishioka. Nishioka, 5-0, head-to-head. Evans, played twice this year, won them both. Last time they met was even money. And now in South Korea, in conditions that he knows, and he's much better against a, a jaded Evans who's travelling back from a, a long trip from San Diego where he just got beat in the semifinals. You can bet him at plus 150. It does sound very, very good to me. Uh, what else do you like in the draw? Anything else you you, you like in Korea? Um, there's quite there's a few matches that I've quite I've, I've sort of jotted down. One of them's on tonight. I don't know whether it'll be in time, but um, I really like Watanuki uh, against against Munar about two to one. I just think that's that's generous. I mean, Munar um, obviously he's, he's an out and out clay guy. Lost in the first round of the US Open to Carbol uh, Baena um, uh, about one to three. If they if they are playing with these Wilson US Open balls, which I hope I hope they are, um, Watanuki beat Moonar in Winston Salem last year. Uh, again, as a lucky loser, so it was the first the first round. Watanuki had played qualifiers, he he lost, but got back in as a lucky loser. Played Moonar in the first round, dropped the first set to Moonar, and then ran away with it. He won six love in the final set. Um, similar conditions, same balls. If they are going to use these Wilson US Open balls. Obviously, highly motivated. He's come through qualifiers. Munar's come from playing indoor hard. Uh, I think he lost in the first round to Rindakanesh last week in Mets, if I, if I remember rightly. Uh, and, and Munar just constantly underwhelming on, on hard courts, isn't he? I've written his stats down here somewhere. I don't know where they are. I think, he's won, I think his win rate on, on all hard courts is, is 31%, I think, in the last year. Um, so he only wins one in, one in three matches, and he's, a, he's, about one, he's about two to five to win this match, which... Mm. Plus against the guy that beats him in very similar conditions. Yeah, and not only uh, beat him, he beat him very well when when beat him very well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Moonar's game is all about retrieval, isn't it? It's about not missing and waiting for the other guy to miss. That's that's fine on some of the slower surfaces, but here I, I, I could see him coming unstuck there. Plus one eighty Watanuki uh, is with Bet Rivers. Again, maybe look at the handicap, which is going to be a very yeah. very generous offering there. Let's have a look what the handicap is there. But that game. Is this evening and it's a it's plus three and a half again. So plus three and a half minus one twenty four. Watanuki, um, two outsiders there for you. What else you got, Sean? Anything else? Um, I, th- I quite like Jerry, you know, against Armand Giron, who's in the um, in the San Diego final. Mm-hmm. You know, win or lose, I think this is, it's it's been a it's been a long and probably quite emotional week for him uh, in San Diego, and he, he hasn't got much time to finish enjoying himself in, in San Diego if he wins or commiserating if he loses, then get himself over to, which is a hell, hell of a long journey, isn't it? From California to, to Seoul to play a first round match against Jerry, who's a qualifier. Again, this is, this is, a, this one is about the balls. If it's, if it's a quick Wilson US open balls and it's flying about Jerry's got a big serve. He could be quite difficult to deal with in these conditions, especially for a player who won't have had time to practice won't have had time to get tuned to the conditions. He will be a little bit jet-lagged. Definite chance for Jerry in that one, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's available just bigger than even money now, but that price is definitely going to be under pressure. I think he's going to start clear favourite because I think a lot mm. of people are going to have the same thinking of you there. And, you know, it's not it's not something that people will be betting now, but they will definitely be betting tomorrow, especially if uh, Giron is in a long match this evening in the final. So if you like Jerry now, you want to be getting the odds around about even money. I think that will start a lot shorter at the moment. It's uh, about minus 136 Giron. I think that market will flip-flop. It will go the other way around. Might well do, yeah. I mean, 
Sung is another one. He's playing um, Christopher O'Connell, who made the semis. Your man beat him last night, didn't he, in mm-hmm. um, San Diego, Nakashima. Yeah, similar similar thinking. He's had a long week there. Different conditions. They use those slow uh, Dunlop balls there in San Diego. He's now got to make the long journey to, to Korea that we've mentioned before and and Sung's a decent player he's, he's, he's a bit little bit little bit lightweight a little bit lacking in power but um I think you know at home at home in Asia in these conditions that he's he's used to and he's he's certainly got the, a decent chance to he um, was considered to one of the one of the next big things in about in about 2019 2020 I remember yeah his career never he never really took off he's not quite got no song he's not quite got really got the power Obviously, Chung was 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 the big hit, wasn't he? Hyung yep. Chung was the, was the big hit. We got to the semis as Australian, and then had a lot of injuries, didn't he? He's coming back this week. Actually, he's playing doubles with Quan. Um, he hasn't been seen for about three years, Chung. Um, yeah, he's 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 had an awful lot of injury problems back in the doubles, but um, but Sung, yeah, decent chance against against O'Connell, uh, I think. So several underdogs there that uh, give us you give us lots of underdogs there so let's give us a little recap in korea uh it's probably the most interesting tournament of the three we're going to feature uh you've got two outright tips from sean you've got uh, nishikai uh, nishikai at uh 20 at 25 to (laughs) one You're testing me on these names here. Uh, Quan at 28, Quan at 28 to one on the outright. See if you can get those kind of prices. And on the matches, uh, Jerry at around evens to be uh, a jaded Giron. Uh, that market will definitely flip flop. It will go the other way around. I'm convinced I can see them early money. And Ishikai, uh, who leads a five nil record against Dan Evans in the head to head to Evans traveling back. Uh, from America, you can bet that at the biggest price in the world, plus 150 currently with Bet Rivers. Uh, Song to beat O'Connell, again, for the same reason, again, Jaded. And Watanuki to beat Munar, a player who is really, really, really um, a, a, a clay quarter through and through. And that match is this evening. Uh, it should be played at around about midnight uh, Eastern time. Uh, but check uh, the Bet Rivers website for that if you get this early. Watanuki at around about two to one. Okay, that's career wrapped up. Uh, do we, I also like uh, Courage. I, I quite like uh, Borna Courage. We want to fade the top three in the betting uh, for the reasons we've given. And I think that Courage is the, by elimination is the most likely winner at the price of plus 650. Okay, let's go to nearer to home for us. Uh, we're going to Sofia. Um, it's in Bulgaria. Obviously, Bulgaria, the Sofia Open. Uh, Yannick Sinner is the favourite of plus 250, a man who has won this tournament the last two years and significantly a much better player than he was when he won in 2021. Probably one of the most improved players on the men's circuit. But it is an ATP 250. He uh, he is going to come into it, obviously, on a bit of a low after his, uh, his defeat against Alcaraz in an epic game at the US Open. Uh, the next in the betting is uh, number two seed, uh, Pablo Bus- Karina Busta at six to one. Jack Draper, six to one. I mean, he's got a great chance, but six to one seems a very bit low to me. Yeah. Uh, Grigor Dimitrov, uh, a previous winner, and he's going to carry all the Bulgarian hopes. He's nine to one. Evashka at 12. Sonego was just one in France at 12. Um, Run at uh, 12 as well. Um, before we get sort of, let's, let's talk about Sinner first here. Obviously, the plus 250, a man who's won yeah. this back to back. Probably out of all the favorites, if you were forced to bet one, Sinner would probably make the most appeal for me out of the three this week. Yeah, he's never lost here, I don't think. He's mm. won every single match. I think he's only dropped two sets. 
ever in Sofia. Obviously, back to back looking for the treble this week. It's a difficult one. This is um, just briefly about on the conditions. Uh, it's a kind of an it's a, an acrylic on wood indoor hardcore. It's it's pretty slow. It used to be a bit quicker, but they slowed it right down. It was only seventy seven percent holds last year. There is five hundred and fifty meters of altitude at Sofia, so some players have complained that it's it's a little bit tricky to to control the balls. Uh, but it is dead slow. Um, most of the winners in Sofia tend to be single-figure prices, most of the outrights. Only once has it gone to a, a player not in single figures, and that was the year that Mirza Basic won it as a qualifier, about 200 to 1. <laughs> Every other winner, Sinner, Sinner, Medvedev, Dimitrov, Bautista, they've all been about 5, 6, 7 to 1 at, at the most. Um, so it's a tournament that has gone to, to form uh, a lot of the time, and, and Sinner is, is the obvious choice. I've looked at this draw numerous times, and I, I, I just don't, I don't fancy anything really. Nothing's really standing out to me in, in terms of trying to get Sinner beaten. I mean, he's, he's obviously in better form, you could say, this year than he was in the last two years that he came here. Mm. Uh, obviously, he's a short price. What is he about five to two, something like that? Yeah, plus two fifty. Yeah. Um, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to find a situation where he's going to get a beat unless Basilash really comes back and starts playing his best tennis, which he, he did start to look a bit better last week, but he's still not, he's still not at his best. Dimitrov could possibly do it. He only played, he's only played his home tournament once and he won it in 2017. So you might argue that this is perhaps a priority for him, but my worry for him is fitness. He, he never seems to be fit these days. Mm. I don't think he's actually made a final since 2018. Um, so he's not exactly one to trust at short prices, Dimitrov. Again, could do it on, on, on his best form, on his best week. But I'd like it quicker for him. I think this is too slow for Dimitrov. Um, Ivashka, possibly. He, he played really well against Sinner, didn't he, in the, in the US Open. Took him to five sets. Um, uh, New York, uh, Ivashka. So he, he's a possibility. I, I'm finding it hard to, to, to find somebody that I think will probably beat Sinner in these conditions at this tournament. Uh, bottom half of the draw, I'm not, I'm not convinced about Draper, like you say, too short and perhaps too slow for him here. I'd prefer it a little bit quicker for him. Massetti doesn't, you know, might appreciate the, the, the slower conditions, but I'm not sure he's, a, he's a likely to beat Sinner on indoor hard. Corona Busto has got a good record against Sinner, so you could, you could certainly make a case uh, for, for Corona Busto there. Again, not a, not a prolific winner on indoor hard by any means, so it's it, I think I'm in agreement with you in the sense that he's he's perhaps the best favourite sinner if you were thinking of backing a, a short well, this, this week. You, you need to record this and keep this for the archives because <laughs> Sean Cowart's actually predicting a 250 favourite in an ATP 250 is unheard of. But uh, yeah. given Sinner's record, anybody... I, can't, I can't see it. I've looked, I've looked at the draw myself, Sean, and, and I thought Ivashka could possibly surprise, but... I've got to take 12 to 1 Ivashka. Do I want to take 12 to 1 Ivashka? Yeah, it's too Not short. For me. I'd rather hedge and back Ivashka if they met in the in the semifinals um, against yeah. Sinner uh, rather than the, the match itself. The bottom half, I mean, Draper at 6 to 1, got to be one of the worst value plays I've seen this year. Karina yeah. Buster obviously is in great form, but if I met, if there was, if he got to the semifinal and it was Draper against Karina Buster and it was minus 110 the pair, or 10 to 11 the pair. You'd be all over Karina Buster in these conditions. I, I, I can't get the Draper price. I think that's just ludicrous. And there's nobody else, I, I believe. And as far as match bets are concerned in this, in this tournament, I've, I, I can't find anything. I don't know about you, but have you, have you found anything to inspire me? <sighs> the only one I quite like, I think Van Rijthoven might do something against, against Holger Rune. Um, I, I, I did. I, I, he, was, he, was plus, he was plus 180. But again, I thought it, was, it needs a bit faster. 
yeah, you would like you would like it quicker for him. He he might be able to to rush Rune. That's the thing. He, he might be able to get get to the net and make get Rune off that baseline and, and coming into the net. He he has the ability to do that. Van Right open. Whether these conditions are are good for that is is questionable. It's got a bit of altitude, so the ball does zip around a bit. Um, but it is quite a slow surface. I, that, that to me has got over games written all over. I can see that being a, a sort of tight three setter that one uh, Van Rijthoven against against Rune. But nothing nothing striking me other than Van Rijthoven. I can't see any underdogs that I, I desperately want to back really in in Sofia. The only one I liked was Ivashka to beat uh, Yima. I, I think he's uh, favourite, isn't he? Yeah, but he's he's not he's about. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about under the get. No, no, just as far as the bet, he, he's he's actually yeah. minus one twenty, one twenty five, four to five. And they they met in twenty in uh, Winston Salomon. He won six love six two in the final, yeah, smashed it, it playing like, well as well. Yeah, I think Ema just as Ema does, he, he, his his nerves let him down as they did last week against against Vavrinka. Uh, he should have won that match all day long against Vavrinka, who could barely move and, and who retired in his in his very next match. Hmm. But Ema just he just he just flat out bottled it, not not on numerous occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what worries me about Ema. If Ashka hasn't played since the US Open, obviously where he reached the, the last sixteen, gave Sinner mm-hmm. a, a brilliant match as well, beat Hercas, beat Massetti, beat Query. Uh, I quite like him as a, yeah. as a favourite, minus 125. Uh, we're running a little bit low time, so let's move very okay. quickly on to Tel Aviv. Uh, very hard to have a bet on this one. You explain why uh, the news of Novak Djokovic. Yeah, he, he seemed to have a wrist problem. Uh, today in Labour Cup, uh, when he lost to Felix Auger Aliassim, so that's that's immediately seen a lot of the bookmakers take the prices down because they 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 can't really price it up without knowing how Djokovic is going to going to play or if he plays. You know, if 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 he, obviously with the wrist, that's not something that's going to heal quickly. That, that's something that needs rest, but it may not be that bad. It may just be a little bit of a tweak. We don't know. So the market is in disarray in Tel Aviv. Um, they wanted to put Djokovic in at about two to five to yeah, win the tournament. Yeah, it's minus 250 in, in American uh, money uh, for any American, American viewers. Sorry, Sean. Yeah, so t- they wanted to put him in at two to five, which is sort of the price you would expect in Djokovic in the 250. The one I'm, I, I was looking at, the one I've, I've put a little asterisk next to is van der Zanschel, uh, who's in the bottom half of the draw away from Novak Djokovic. Played really well in Davis Cup. Really well. He won all three matches. He beat... Um, Cam Norrie, Taylor Fritz, and uh, and Bublik only dropped, I think, one set in the process. Um, so he's in he's in great form. Uh, but again, the the problem with this tournament is I don't know what the conditions are like. I watched some of the qualifying earlier on today, and it it, it looked reasonably paced. It didn't look slow, but it's it's very difficult to tell, isn't it, from the naked eye? It's, we are guessing a little bit to the conditions, but I think Van Rijthoven is the one that I've I've got my eye on. But the market isn't up at the moment. No, no markets. So uh, keep an eye on that. And obviously, if Novak Djokovic doesn't play, that takes a huge amount of the uh, the level out of it. And if he does play, uh, the volume out of it. If he does play, obviously, you want to look for Van der Sandship in the bottom half each way, because I think that'd be a great each way bet to, to hopefully get through. And if Novak Djokovic goes out, it looks a nice angle there. In a draw that doesn't really look like it's going to take much um, getting through, the one other bet I like in this, it's a, again, it's a it's a favourite on the match bet, but I think uh, I think Dominic Team beats uh, Laszlo Jerry. I really do. Team is coming back to some kind of form. Got to the final of the Challenger, didn't he? In Ren uh, recently, I know he got beat by Hercas mm. last week, but Laszlo Jerry on an indoor court is something that I just will would oppose all day long. I mean, his record in the last four years, I think he's. 
only ever played, has only ever won four matches in four years uh, indoors, and I think that uh, team will win that. And I'd probably look to bet team minus on the games on the handicap. Um, very quickly, Sean, anything you like on the matches here? I, I haven't actually seen any prices out of this yet. They're not they're not up, right? Um, so I've 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 really concentrated on on Seoul. Really, there's no there's no odds up for for Tel Aviv, so it's a little bit difficult. Um, I think the thing with Jerry is is he obviously has improved on hard courts, hasn't he? Got to the final of Winston Salem kind of out of nowhere really uh whether he transfers that to indoors again we're, we're guessing on the conditions if, if it's if it's on the quicker side i don't i don't think that would favor either either team or jerry really but jerry is certainly not one that would fancy a fancy a quick call that's for sure no, well, uh, I, I i think we're gonna get team winning winning something or do it winning a, pulling off a big win from now to the end of the season and i just want to Keep with him to get that. Well, he's got Vienna, hasn't he, coming up? In, um... That means nothing to me. Anyway, uh, he's got Chilich. <laughs> he's got Chilich in the next round. And I want to get him if he wins that place, Chilich, but Vienna, obviously, around the corner. Okay, we've only got two minutes left here. Just a quick wrap up. So that's the matches in Korea. We've given you some big price outrights in Sofia. Uh, we both like the favorite Yannick Sinner and, and a couple of match bets as well in there. And in Tel Aviv, uh, we've gone for Dominic Team, and I've gone for Dominic Team and uh, Van Vanshup uh, each way in the bottom half. And be very careful because Novak Djokovic may not participate due to a, a wrist injury that has occurred in London uh, over the course of today. Uh, Sean, thank you very much for joining us as always. Uh, it's been a Pleasure. great to have you on. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. The viewing figures are going up and up, and the subscribers on the Bet Rivers Network uh, going up to uh, on daily, uh, all the way up through to that. Uh, we've got some great tennis to come over the course from now to the end of the season myself and Sean will be back again thanks for everyone who's downloaded on the podcast and please download on your podcast provider and make sure you get us up the podcast charts we were hit number three last week which was fantastic in the podcast charts um good luck with all your bets this week Sean and good luck for everybody who will be tailing us and uh, hopefully we catch some more tickets and we're back next week and good luck to Nakashima tonight up against Sean Sean. who you're going to be team Sealy or team Calvert come on Nakashima come on Gerald thanks for listening to betting weekly game bet match on the bet rivers network 